Travis. Backus. And your boy Tony back at it again with another episode of DGEN's Win Championships. And remember, I love you. We're taking a way too long of a silence after that. Someone please say something. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't have anything to say. I just felt so loved that I was, you know, I was all... My, my embrace will do that from time to time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, football games were played. Huh. We watched them. Huh. We're going to talk about them. That's what we do here. we do here. Um, um, not a terrible amount of consequential games. No, the Ravens uh, took a pretty big hit, you know, in their quest to maybe try to get that one seed by losing to the Browns. And the Browns, in turn, staying alive mm-hmm. for getting into the playoffs. I mean, they're only one game back, but yeah, it is not <clears throat> uh, not great. Fun fact, uh, the Ravens uh, are 1-3 in, in the division, but lead the division. Wild stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, that's a tough division. Like, it really is. It is. Yeah. That's true. Uh, however, if it comes down to it, currently at least, Cleveland and Cincinnati both have better divisional records. And Cincinnati has a better divisional record than Cleveland. So if it comes down to the wire for the AFC North, um, Cincinnati at this point would take it if they all three of them were tied because they're 3-1 and one in division play. The Browns mm-hmm. are 2-2. Two and two. Um, so that's yeah. kind of something to keep an eye on as we're winding down on the NFL no, season. Yeah, that, that AFC playoff race is just – that's something that's – it's going to be wild these last couple of weeks. Like how many teams are just in one to two games right now? Yeah. So I like, think everyone that's not eliminated. Yeah. The, so everyone but the Jets, Texans, and Jaguars. The – Colts, the Bills, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Broncos are all tied at seven and six. Um, so literally, technically, right now because of conference record, um, the Colts and the Bills hold the number two and number three wild cards. But that could all that all of that could change this week. Um, biggest game this week. Just to jump ahead for a quick second, out of that is the Bengals um, play the Broncos this week. And they're both tied at 7-6, and six, so whoever wins is in much better shape for the playoffs. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so the Ravens, Ravens took a hit in a semi-consequential game. Uh, the football team has won enough games, you know, prior to this past week and the loss to the Cowboys. They were realistically in sniffing distance of winning the NFC East. Uh, that loss hurt them, but they they honestly had a shot. Like if things went their way and Dallas had dropped, because all it would have taken was them beating Dallas this past weekend, and then Dallas losing two games, and Washington winning two games, um, and then. They would be tied for, well, not tied, but there would be a tiebreaker. Well, Washington was on a pretty hot streak there for a second. Yeah. 
And I mean, that uh, being said, they're still holding on to the number three wild card. So, you know. Uh, yeah, I find the NFC race a lot less exciting. It feels less wide open. It feels like there's the Rams, Packers, and Cardinals, and everybody else who's going to lose to them. Um, Maybe the Cowboys. So, right now, uh, this is the seeding in the NFC East. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Arizona, Dallas. So, that's one, two, oh, three. I forgot four. about Tampa. One, two, three, all ten and three. Four and five, the Cowboys and the Rams, both nine and four. Uh, and then the wild card is the seven and six San Francisco 49ers with the number two wild card spot. The number three wild card spot is currently the football team, but there are four teams behind them with the same record. Yeah. Um, so that spot, plus I have no faith in San Francisco really to hold on to that other spot, it's still pretty wide open. Minnesota, Philadelphia, Atlanta and New Orleans all have a shot at making the playoffs. Um, yeah, speaking of um, you know teams making the playoffs potentially, uh, Dan Quinn with the fucking Falcons with that team he has. The fact that that's a discussion for them, even being six and seven, I think this dude's got to be coach of the year. Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. What? He's not the fucking head coach. There? No, I got fired. No. Nah, dog. He got super fired. Oh, shit. Never mind. Yeah. Roger Smith. He yeah. went back to You're doing right. what Just he's good at. Just look that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's their head coach now, since you looked it up? It's uh, Arthur Smith. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Neither do I, but he's the coach of the fucking year. He was the offensive <laughs> coordinator for the Titans 2019-2020. Uh, that was a terrible choice. Their offense was run through a motherfucker's face with Derrick Henry. It <laughs> yeah, is. It was that. effective. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. The Falcons just they keep winning games even though they suck. Yeah. Um Yeah, I really don't think that the NFC race is gonna like come down to the wire though. I think realistically Minnesota's probably it's probably gonna be Rams, San Francisco, and then Minnesota. That's going to be your three wild card spots. I don't. I do not believe in the Vikings' ability to like win football games no. consistently. So the Eagles, their next four weeks are none of them are gimmies, uh, really at all. They play Washington, New York, the Giants. That is, they play Washington, then they play the Giants, which they've already lost to the Giants once this year. And then they play Washington again, and then week 17, or week 18, I guess, uh, they play Dallas. So, Philadelphia, probably not going to be there. It's going to be Minnesota, Atlanta, or New Orleans. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Atlanta. Is, you know, or, as much or, as I just praised them, or the, I think it's a miracle they're 6-7 and seven right now. Yeah, or the football team. It could be the football team. I think it will more than likely be the football team. I see them dropping one of those two games against Philly. Probably. Probably uh, the one in Philly, but... I think I Atlanta know. has a pretty decent schedule. These next four weeks, they could still make it. The only, you know, team with a win... They got to take on the Bills. Bucks again at some point, right? No. Nope. Yeah, they, they played Detroit. Have they already played twice? Yep. They got the 49ers, Maybe. the Lions, the Bills, and the Saints. 
The 49ers have a winning record. Barely. Yeah, the 49ers are also playing a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season, too. Uh, but other games of note this week, uh, we had the, the Chiefs just shit on the Raiders. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. The, the Raiders are just, you know, being the Raiders, I guess. Doing their thing where they lose. And the Chiefs are back to what everyone thought they were. They'd been on the right course ever since uh, we officially decided to hit the panic button on this show. They panicked. And they righted that ship. Yeah, they were listening. <laughs> they knew. They were like, oh shit, you guys. Tony said we gotta hit the panic button. Travis Patrick Mahomes just started beating Tony. the shit out of his brother. Dude. Did you guys see that picture I sent earlier? I did. Dude, yeah, his brother's a fucking jackass. That restaurant straight up put Jackson Mahomes in a body bag. Well, because, like, he went there, was an ass, and they were like, please stop being an ass, and then he left some, like, shitty review. Yeah, he probably put him on blast on Twitter or something dumb. He did. It was something. He left a review, I think it was. Mm. I don't know. When I'm at work, um, I just read articles on Microsoft News literally all night because I don't have anything to fucking do. And so, uh, like... I got all the Urban Meyer news as it happened. All this Jackson Mahomes stuff. Dude, the Urban Meyer thing. Dude, that was why. Like, when it came out that he kicked a dude, I was like, oh, he's done. He's like, done, done. Yeah, like, you can't do that. And it's like, dude, you you know these are, like, grown men who could yeah. beat the shit out of you, right? He kicked a dude? He kicked, he their, kicked kicker. their kicker and said, make a fucking kick. And the kicker got like, up and said, "Don't ever fucking kick me again." Yeah, I think it was it was a uh, Josh Lambeau. Yeah. He kicked him. Oh, dude, I would have nut punted that motherfucker. <laughs> and then uh, the kicker got up and was like, "Don't ever fucking kick me again." And Urban Meyer said, "I'm the head fucking coach. I can kick whoever I want." This isn't fucking. It's like Tony said. It. You're these aren't poor kids anymore. You can't threaten them by like cutting them. It really just shows like. What was he doing for all those years as a college head coach? Well, so I I, I did I did some digging today, uh, and he was always kind of like that. It got more like attention, like that shit that he said to his assistants about them being losers. Like that was the shit that was getting more attention when he was in college, but also like not that much attention because he was at Florida in OSU and was winning there, so no one really gave a shit. He was not winning. The team was winning. How do you come off? Calling other coaches in your NFL staff losers. If you like hired you have them. accomplished anything in the NFL. Yeah. Zero accomplishments. Uh, or no, one accomplishment. First head coach to get fired this year. Is he? Yeah. I think so. Pretty sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. for Yeah, for the NFL. I was I got mixed up. I was thinking about Dude college. lasted 13 games in the NFL. That's less than Nick Saban, for the record. Posted a record of two and eleven, and he's out here calling people fucking losers. <laughs> like anything he did at a lower level mattered here. It didn't. Clearly. Yeah, like I don't. Could you imagine if players in the NFL came in with that kind of attitude? Like if Mac Jones rolled into the fucking. Patriots locker room is like, I'm a national fucking champion. You guys are losing record motherfuckers. They would not, they would not last long. Yeah. How would that go? Poorly. <laughs> Somebody would eat him, dude. One of those big ass offensive linemen they got. 
Shaq Mason would cook his ass and eat him for dinner. Bill Belichick would hit him with his nine rings. <laughs> just backhand him Physically twice. hit him with yeah, them. Just backhand him twice, like a double backhand. I don't know, like, I don't know, the whole thing's ridiculous. This dude was, like, in the news every week. I'm surprised it took this long for him to get fired. Yeah. Uh, they were more than likely waiting. So I read something much earlier in the season after the incident uh, in Columbus at his bar that from that point forward, they were actively trying to fire him for cause. Because if they fire him for cause, they don't owe him any money. Like, his money stops the day they fire him. And they don't have to pay him for the rest of the season. They don't have to pay him any money from his contract. How many causes did he have to give? Oh, no. I think they just wanted to make sure that they weren't going to give him another dime. I mean, they had him on a five-year I mean, I, contract. I don't, know. I don't know how much that was like guaranteed. But... Especially like this whole year for him. I don't think there's any way he coaches anywhere ever again. No. I think, you know, had he lasted the season, he could have gone back down to college, gotten hired somewhere. No, I, now I think with even, this, if he just, even if he just quit after like eight games, you know, like he would have been fine. Uh, yeah, but even with all that shit at the beginning of the year, like with him in that bar with that chick after they lost. Yeah, that is at this point small potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if he had just been like, "Hey, man, I'm not, I'm not what's best for this football team," and just walked away, he would have gotten a job wherever he wanted. Oh no, I was reading a lot of stories last night, and it seems like a lot of the players on the Jags didn't like even respect him at all. Like there was something like earlier this week where Marvin Jones just left practice and was like, "Fuck this dude." Yeah, I mean, so like, like they're grown men. That's the thing. and But, like, college, a big part of it is, like, the name – well, not anymore, but previously. The name Urban Meyer in college football means national championships. And that yeah. means that you get a lot of really good recruits. And as long as the rest of the coaching staff is half decent, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Like, he did not do anything as a college coach except get players to come there. Yeah. Like, that's all he did, and then he showed up on game day, you know, checked his watch to decide, like, how many points they were going to win by that day, and then they they did it. His offensive and defensive coordinator did it, and that was it. And that does not translate to the NFL, because it turns out you don't get to just uh, pick all the best players and Yeah. You have to pay people money and stuff, and they have to (laughs) just, on their own free will, they have to want to come there. You can't, like, bribe them. Uh yeah, it's, you know, it's tough out there. And that's why, like, a lot of the time you see coaches moving from college to the NFL, the ones that have success are not typically the ones that, like, won a bunch of national championships. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Unless they're, like, a true, like, motivator type coach like Pete Carroll was. Um, not so much anymore. But, like, you know, there's guys like Matt Rule. Like, he's not doing a bad job. Like, Carolina, like, the Panthers are a bad team, but, like, he's doing an all right job. And all he did in college, all he accomplished was coaching up a Baylor team that wasn't very good and making them play well. Like, that's that's all that he really did. Um, And also, even, like, you brought up Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll was an NFL coach before he went to SC. Yeah. 
But I, so I just meant like back he's like and the, knew uh, how that all worked at that point, you know. Yeah. Not saying that they don't know, but like I don't know, it just seems a lot of them expect it to go as smoothly as their college ten years went. Obviously with Urban Meyer he had quite the ego. Yes, he's Urban Meyer. Obviously. Throwback. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys remember in like 2015 or 2016 when that video got released of a Dolphins coach doing blow off his desk in the Dolphins like office? Yeah, I do remember. No. Wasn't that? <laughs> oh my I, I god! That. Wasn't that the entire that. like season like the Dolphins were in the news for different shit? It was like, was that the Richie Incognito? Yeah, season? it was like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, it dude, was, that was way before. Oh shit. No, I'm pretty sure it was like the year that they drafted Laramie Tunsil after the whole gas mask thing yeah. happened. Um, but yeah, no, he made a video to send to his stripper girlfriend in Las Vegas. And this, keep in mind, married with kids, uh, made a video to send to his stripper girlfriend of him doing blow off his desk. And he's like, I miss you, baby. And then he just. <laughs> dude that's the wildest shit it, it was absolute gold dude like it was the greatest thing like it was the best news like football news i'd ever heard it was hilarious football Remember coaches when brett Favre sent a dong pick to some chick yeah and dude. it got leaked that was back in the day when like everybody was getting just put on blast for sending wiener picks yeah. to people like that was yeah, so dude. common people were just ripping their wieners through the webs and then, like, it just kind of all stopped because it was like, yeah, because everyone who did it, their wiener ended up on fucking Reddit on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> My they had Anderson Cooper green screened with his your wiener behind him. <laughs> That's a power move. Like, <laughs> yeah, if I could get my wiener on CNN, I would. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact, dude. Oh uh, man. Yeah, that shit was funny. Yeah, dude. All right. Let's look at some other games. Uh, Bills, Bucks. That was a wild one. That didn't look like it was going to be in the yeah. first half. Bucks were blowing the Bills out. God, that was such a like such a good game to watch. I mean, I wanted the Bills to win, obviously, because I picked them. Uh, and then they started storming back, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm a genius. Yeah, they started storming back hard. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is inevitable. And then it goes to overtime, and the Bills get the ball. I'm like, oh, that's over. This game's over. Then the Bills, like, get stopped for the first time in, like, that second half. Yeah. And, uh... And then it was... And then Brady it was extra his over. 700th career touchdown. Yeah, it was a good one, dude. It was a nice, long one. Another almost comeback was that uh, 49ers-Bengals game. Bengals were getting beat up that entire game. Mm-hmm. And last, like... Five minutes of the game, it seems like. They get, like, two touchdowns, send the game to overtime, get the ball in overtime, get the field goal, and then the Niners score a touchdown. So two almost comebacks. Then I guess last one, playoff significant, uh, Rams beat the Cardinals. Yeah. Called it. You did, you did. Yeah, um, I read a pretty interesting article about, like, I don't know. It was like a uh, a coming to the light moment for one Matthew Stafford, 
where he finally like kind of closed the book on uh, basically what the Rams bet on by trading all that they traded for him, which was that he was a an elite quarterback drugged down by a bad team. Uh, and he just he did everything right to win that game. And Cliff Kingsbury just, I don't know, like they just weren't winning. And it just it just kept compounding and getting worse for them. I mean, they didn't get like blown out or anything, but like. Yeah, and then, you know, it's like Kyler Murray, despite the two picks, was 32 for 49 with 383 yeah. yards and 61 on the ground. Yeah, he, he did his part. Also pretty significant. Also, some vintage A.J. Green in that game. Mm-hmm. Seven receptions, 102 yards. yards. Yeah. Also, uh, playoff implications. Carr just lost DeAndre Hopkins for the rest of the regular season. Yeah, I saw that. And you know what's weird? And I noticed this a couple weeks ago. They're not using him to near the same capacity yeah. as they did last year. And they're winning more games. Yeah, well. I don't think the two are correlated. But, uh, yeah, I, it seems like the Cardinals can survive without him. Yeah, they definitely they definitely have the yeah, receivers to do that. And their defense that. isn't bad. I mean, they won two games with Colt McCoy. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real with you, though. In that in the Rams game, uh, they threw the ball at DeAndre Hopkins 13 times, and he caught five of them. Yeah. He had well, the I mean, most targets, but the worst catch rate. Yeah. Like, A.J. Green, 10 <coughs> targets, 7 receptions. James Conner, 9 targets, 9 receptions. Phenomenal. Good for him. Uh, Christian Kirk, 6 targets, 3 receptions. Zach Ertz, 7 and 5. You know, honestly, probably the biggest difference between last year's Cardinals team and this year is that that James Conner. Real power move. Yeah. He's having an excellent year. After having, you know, some mid-years. Yeah, I mean Pittsburgh uh, is kind of a been uh, thriving. Like they, they like are kind of branded as like a run first, like you know hard nosed football team. But like for a long time, they've been a a gunslinging type organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like he just, I don't know, they weren't committed to it, and also like I don't think their offensive line's that great. Like they've got good guys yeah. there, but they've got guys that were good eight years ago, and now they're all like super old. They're just not the same as they were. Which, like, Najee, I don't think Najee Harris is putting up, like, any kind of numbers this year. No, I mean, he's, he's doing, doing all right. Yeah, he's doing all right with what he's given, but, like, nothing like... He's, uh, he's been a big part of the receiving game. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, he was in, he was in college, too. But also, he didn't have to be in college, because it was Alabama, and they just paved um interstate highways for him to run through i mean and then he just he ran over motherfuckers Lane, like Lane kiffin got him open on a lot of screens that kind of helped that out back when lane was yeah. and and sark last year rip right, well i guess we can uh start looking ahead at next week a game that's going on in about an hour and a half the chiefs and chargers yeah i'm excited for that one that, that's a that's gonna determine who's in first in the West. Uh, both teams are playing really good football right now. Um, that, that's gonna be just a probably a shootout that I'm excited to watch. Yeah, that ought, I mean that ought to be a good one. Yeah. Um, 
it, it, I mean, well, see, that's the, kind of the thing, though, is, like, the Chargers might just come out flat and get stomped. So that's the other, like, it's either going to be, like, a 42-45 game or the Chiefs are just going to win, like, 35-7. to seven. Yeah. Yeah. And that seven is going to be a garbage time touchdown when they were just mm-hmm. trying to waste away the rest of the game. Um, other playoff implication type things in the Patriots-Colts game. See, this is another interesting one because the Pats are on top of the AFC as of right now. Um, I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. And the Colts have been playing really well as of late. So I don't I don't know. Also, this game's on a Saturday, which is weird. Uh, Patriots are undefeated on the road. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that means, but uh, then the other Saturday game, we got the Browns and Raiders. Little wild card contention there. I think the Raiders have fallen off though. Yeah. They're kind of headed towards a yeah. Skid. It it means more playoff wise for the Browns than the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I think the Browns like five way tie have a lot of people out due to like COVID this week, if I remember correctly. I was paying attention to Good Morning Football today like I thought I was. I guess there's a lot of... So, I was listening... I listened to, like, fucking Minnesota sports radio Mm -hmm. in the morning. And I think they were saying something like almost 200 players in the NFL have tested positive for COVID this week. Yeah, it's like something crazy. (laughs) Jesus. That sucks. And, you know, that means that's 200 people not playing. Wow. Is that what that means? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty neat. Um, yeah. The Cardinals Lions big playoff implications there. Oh yeah, dude. I think actually we can't even say that anymore because the Lions have been mathematically eliminated. R.I.P. <laughs> As of last week, I think they had a one in like two trillion chance. Yeah. I there's there was an infographic that I saw that was like everything that needed to happen for the Lions to win. And, of course, it was win all their games. Uh, and then, like, other wild shit of everyone beating everyone else at that to get them in. <laughs> Just a bunch of ties. Yeah. Everyone has to tie every game for the rest of the year, and then the Lions win the Super Bowl somehow. <laughs> um, football team Eagles is actually important. They are yeah, – That wild card spot. It's important, yeah. Both teams – are part of a five or six way tie for that number three wild card spot in the NFC East. Uh, is uh, Jalen Hurts still hurt? Not sure. Does Jalen hurts? hurts? Do he hurts? Uh, uh, he was practicing this week. Yo, oh, dude. yo, hear me out. It was it the Jets, but, but. My boy Minshew, too, was 20 for 25, 242 oh, yeah, yards and two Minshew cutters, Minshew balled baby. out that game. Uh, Tony that, likes to say this a lot. swag back. Tony likes to say this a lot. There are not 32 quarterbacks better than Gardner Minshew in the league right now. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can't, I, I think you, you used to say it about Cam a lot, but there's not thir- – like, I'm going to say it about Gardner Minshew. Also – Fuck the Eagles, but it is so fun to watch that dude play football. 
He do have a noodle arm though. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing that sucks because like everything he else in college though that's the thing no he kind of did he, though I don't know he just uh, he, he was, seems fun he, he seems so likable top three athletes all the time I want to crack a beer with Gardner Minshew is number one the number two <laughs> yeah. and three I don't give a shit well number two is probably Pat McAfee and number three is I don't know oh no I do know it's uh Wayne Glinsky it's either it's either Okay, so, yeah, so Gretzky, because uh, he's Canadian, and those motherfuckers can drink because they got strong beer up there, uh, or uh, David Bakhtiari, the left tackle for the Packers, because that dude can house beers. Uh, also, he's number 69. Yeah, which means he's a party. <laughs> uh, or, um, shoot, I lost it. Oh, cue ball, yeah, Quentin Nelson. Yeah, Quentin also, Nelson. <laughs> he's, in, he's, he's in the fight for the number three spot. Dude, shout, shout out oh, to the, the fat Kelsey. The fat Kelsey, yeah. Jason Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey's brother, the lineman, uh, a clown. Wore um, <laughs> when the Flyers, the when the Flyers were in the Stanley Cup last year, because they made it decently far. Um, they they made it to like the conference final, I think, or close to it. Uh, he was at practice with a. Flyers jersey on over his pads instead of like his practice Eagles jersey, and he was just out there cracking skulls in a Flyers jersey. Nice, uh, clown. All those dudes. If I could get them all in a room, when we could shotgun a beer, I'd, I'd die on the spot. <laughs> Gardner, if you're listening, please. I own a Gardner Minshew jersey. I know he's Gardner, listening. If you're, if you're listening, please come on the podcast. He's here. Dude, hear me out. 50% chance we could get Gardner Minshew on here, I feel like. A cameo? 50% you say? Yeah. I mean, he, it's either a yes or a no. Where are you uh, Okay, statistics. yeah, that makes sense. So mathematically, that dude, makes just, sense. Dude, DM him on Instagram. I'm actively just doing be like, that. I am dude, actively what are the odds? You guess so on our podcast <laughs> that no one listens to. Yeah, right, dude. We'd have so many viewers, listeners, if fucking Gardner Minshew came on. We'd pass nah, the Joe Rogan I experience. doubt it. Easily. From that one episode. <laughs> All-time streams. Pat McAfee, your days are numbered, dude. They're coming for you. <laughs> dude, let's just start DMing every player in the NFL. <laughs> Till we get people on here, and then when we get people on here, people listen. Maybe we get better people on here. Dude, let's get Marshawn Lynch. Or, dude, let's just do, like, what other podcasts do and be like, all right, we have a super interesting guest today, and then we'll just, like, have Carson on. Dude, I... I, I so... Fuck it, I'm gonna talk shit. I, I know, like, five guys from our from my time in the Navy that have started podcasts, and they'll all do that. And it's, like, people I know... And it's like, dude, super interesting guest. Our coworker, who's also an electrician, we're gonna talk sea stories. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, no one gives a shit. Oh my god. But yeah, dude, we'll just trick people into thinking we got these sweet analysts on. <laughs> All right. And it's just Carson with an Excel spreadsheet. Honestly, if you give Carson the fantasy football Reddit. An Excel spreadsheet and like pay him, 
He'd probably be like the best analyst in the league. Sean McVay, oh, yeah, dude, he's, the Gardner he's got that, that rain man. <laughs> I love it. I swear to God, if I ever see the word "seen" under those messages, I will cry. I will die right then and there. <laughs> I don't care if he responds. I just, you know, if he sees it, that's good enough. God, that'd just be that'd be hilarious. We love you, Minshew too. We love you. Oh, uh, God. All right. What else do we got going on here? Besides us begging NFL players to hang out with us. <laughs> I'm not begging him, dude. I was just like, yo, come on. Dude, you know what will really grab us to just, just drop a dong pick? <laughs> Brett Favre. I can't wait to see it on CNN tomorrow. Yeah, dude. You, you might get your wish after all. Someone has DM Gardner Minshew a Vienna sausage. More at nine with Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's his wiener. <laughs> all right. Oh, fuck. There's no games Damn, really dude, I care about talking to us. He's not on Cameo. Fuck. Oh, dude, Lamb. Oh, yeah, dude, I looked. There's not a lot. Raven? You can get, like... Raven Simone is on there. Oh. Shit. That would be a good football guest. I'm sure she knows a lot about football. She can at least see the future, right? So, I'll ask her who's going to win the Super Bowl. If you guys are really my friends, you know what to do. <laughs> Dude, just get the Colt McCoy. I'm not even kidding. Like, if somebody bought me a Colt McCoy cameo, I would, I would cry for two days probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's like a, there, yeah, there's not a lot of NFL dudes on here. Naeem Hines is on here. <laughs> I guess he's a he's a backup <laughs> running back. So he, he plays. Don't, he don't really have a lot going on. I mean, we don't have a lot going on. He's got a lot more going on than us. He's he's got like a one on one record in the NFL this season. We spend two hours talking to each other every week to load this up on Spotify for us to listen to. And Manly, and that one person in Canada. Shouts out. <laughs> International podcast. Shout out and my parents. <laughs> Shout out to the Maple Leaf homie up there. The one of them. Yeah. Hockey's pretty cool. I like maple syrup. The hockey is a sick sport. Oh, all right. Anyway. Well, we have been completely derailed from football. I don't know if you guys. Oh know yeah, a lot. yeah, fuck but, uh... it, man. All right. There's uh, really not anything else to talk yeah, about. I was gonna say, games. let's move into records. Yeah, Magus, break it down, dude. All right, I'll break it down, dude. So I think everyone did pretty good this week. I'll start off with my record. I did the worst. Uh, I'm nine. I went nine and five. Bring myself to fifty six thirty seven in one Mike Glennon. Travis went ten and four, bringing his record to oh shit sorry, I'm sixty five forty two and Mike Lennon. That back didn't work out. I got a lot of shit written out on here. Travis went ten and four to bring his record to fifty four thirty three, and one Mike Lennon. I took a lot of Dayquil before Vegas. this. It, Dayquil. <laughs> 
You didn't take an Ambien. That I know. <laughs> Not out here sending racist tweets out. 54-53 in one. As Travis. I didn't fuck up Tony's. Tony went 11-3 to bring himself to 61-46 in one. Oh, yeah. Damn, 11-3? Yeah, dude. I'm a guru. You're four games behind me now. <laughs> That's wild, because I started off like 1-13. Yeah. Alright. I guess you want to start, uh, or Travis, you want to lead with next week's picks? <clears throat> yeah, sorry, I was uh, I was making a new Instagram account called Minshew 2 Daily, and I'm going to post a picture of Gardner Minshew every day until he replies. That's cute. So go oh follow it. God. Dude, I'm I'm committed now. I'm going to start a YouTube uh, channel. Huh? You got you got to do this mid show. I'm going to eat a, I'm going to eat a no, piece dude. of paper every day until Gardner Minshew comes on our podcast on YouTube. All right. I guess he's going to get on TikTok and start doing weird shit until Minshew has enough pity. To, Hell yeah. <laughs> to acknowledge you. No, dude. All right. So let's let's rip one off real quick. Probably one of the toughest games to call of the week. Chiefs at the Chargers. That is a tough one. I'm excited to watch this in about an hour. Uh, but Chargers got it done before. They are not going to get it done again. The Chiefs win. I got the Chargers at home. Uh, home field doesn't matter. It's in L.A. I'm going Chiefs. There's literally going to be more Chiefs fans there. <clears throat> Correct. Um... I didn't say it mattered. I said they're at home, and I got them. <laughs> the Raiders going to Cleveland to play the Browns. The Raiders going to Cleveland to lose to the Browns. Yeah, I'll take that. Is what I heard. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner. Yeah, it's uh, it's the Browns. Uh, Pats, Colts. Uh, this is a tough one. I feel like this is a real easy stopping point on that Pats winning streak. But I feel like they pull out another close one, the Pats win. Uh, Tony pointed out, uh, Carson Wentz been playing fucking really well lately. Shocking. I got the Colts. Yeah, I like the Colts in Indy more than I care about the Pats on the road. So, I'm taking the Colts. And also, um, Jonathan Taylor is... A maniac. He is, in fact, a maniac. Uh, Panthers going to Buffalo. Uh, yeah, the Bills have dropped two straight. It's not going to be three straight. They're going to bully the Panthers. Nah, dude. The Panthers fucking suck. It's the Bills. Oh, I got confused for a second. I thought you picked the Panthers, but yeah, it's the Bills. No, no, I... <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about Bacchus. Um, oh, yeah, Bacchus started off with nah, dude, and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Just um, nah to the Panthers' chance of winning. Oh, all right. This next uh, game. Cardinals got a tough one in Detroit against the Lions. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be a edge-of-your-seat barn burner. Uh, I think the Cardinals edge them out. Yeah, I got the Lions to lose a close one. Honestly, wouldn't be terribly shocked if the Lions just fucked around and made it a one-score game, but the Cardinals are going to win. Okay, Uh, the Jets playing the Dolphins in Miami. Uh, 
I know it's early, but I am very ready to call Zach Wilson a bust. And the Dolphins are on the up. I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah, dude. Dolphins won, have won five straight. Taking them to win six. Uh, the Jets can't win four games in a season, so I'm taking the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, this one, honestly, on paper, it seems like it's a wash, but... No, dude, the Giants are fucking trash. Yeah, but the Cowboys going to New York to play... Um, I don't no, like with it. the Dude, offense. In a Daniel song. Jones is out. Are you gonna let Mike Glennon get to you? Okay, so one, he's the goat. Mike Glennon Two, gonna give me twice this season. I can't. Dak, um, and I'm completely making this up, but in my opinion, historically not great playing late season games up north. Uh, from my memory as a Cowboys fan. But that being said, pick them. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys, but I'm not confident. Taking the Cowboys, and I'm never confident uh, in them. Uh, the old football team going up to Philly to play Minshew, too. I'm doing this for you, Minshew. The Eagles, by a billion. Minshew breaks the touchdown record by 10 touchdowns in a game. He did it in college. Like, twice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'm riding with Minshew. Let's go, dude. Eagles. Yeah, dude, it's Minshew mania in Philly. Uh, and if any city will just hop on a bandwagon and get behind a quarterback, uh, i.e. the Nick Foles statue at yeah, Lincoln I was just Financial about to say Field, that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Philly, and they're going to rally behind Minshew. Um, all right. The Derrick henry list Titans going to Pittsburgh play the Stillers. Um. Ryan Tannehill sucks too bad to win this game, even though the Steelers suck. Um, Giving it to the Steelers. Hot take. Yeah, I got a... I know I don't talk a lot about how much I hate Ryan Tannehill here. (laughs) but uh, Ryan Tannehill is not welcome on this podcast. (laughs) I think Ryan Tannehill does just enough to edge this out. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. The what, by not touching the football or getting hurt? Or yeah, throwing, he or might throwing do a enough. pick. Ryan Tannehill only throws one pick instead of two, and therefore the Titans win the game. The best thing Ryan Tannehill can do for this team is get COVID and not play, and then maybe they'll win. I don't even know who their backup is. It doesn't matter, dude. It could be me and they'd have a better I shot. I don't know about that. <laughs> Bro, on November 21st, 2021, year of our Lord, they lost to the fucking Texans. So, anything is possible. I'm also going to take the Steelers. They uh, also lost to the Jets. They also lost to the Jets. Yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I'm just saying. Do <laughs> a trash bowl to end all trash bowls, but I know who's going to win. Texans-Jags. Uh, the Jags have been freed from their chains. I'm taking the Jags. I have to agree with Tony. I'm taking an amped up Jacksonville Jaguars Duval locker room. I think this is going to be T-Law's best game of the season. Dude, what if he goes off, dude? Dude, I'm just I'm like, if there's a game that T-Law goes off this year. He throws for like five touchdowns. My God. Dude, I'm telling you right now, the Texans are getting hate fucked by the Jaguars this year. Or this, this <laughs> week. Uh... Bengals, 
in Denver playing the Broncos. Oh, that's something. Second toughest game of the week, probably. Yeah. This is probably the toughest for me. Um, shit. I'm taking Denver at home with the defense. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals. I don't feel good about either one, but I like the Bengals. I think they're a better football team. Um, Falcons, Niners, in San Francisco. Uh, the Niners. Yeah, Niners. Niners. Uh, Seahawks in L.A. playing the Rams. Another tough one, but I think the Rams win it. I don't think it's that tough, dude. I think it's the Rams all the way. Um, I fall directly in the middle. I think it's somewhere in between the way you guys feel about it. I feel like the Seahawks, for all intents and purposes, have the ability to win this football game, but I think the Rams are going to win it. Um, Packers-Ravens. Ooh, that is a good, good football game. I disagree. I think the Packers are going to roll into Baltimore and pluck the Ravens. Ha ha, ha ha, I'm full of jokes today. What do you got to say, dude? Uh, yeah, just a little goofy, you know? Clown. <laughs> uh, no, I think Lamar's been playing bad as of late. I think he's going to get right. I think it's going to be the Ravens. <coughs> Travis, what say you? My fucking brain is smoking. Um, The Packers. Don't care that it's in Baltimore. Don't care that the Ravens are good. Um, yeah. Saints going to Tampa Bay to play TB12 and the Bucks. Um, Since Brady's been on the Bucks, he's just gotten bullied by the Saints, but I think that won't matter here in the Bucks win. I got the Bucks too. I already wrote this down. It's the first thing I wrote down on this page. Uh... Saints win or lose a close one, but uh, I think they win. Just because, uh, yeah. I don't know. Whatever, dude. Fuck it. Uh, Vikings, Bears, not a good football game. Um, No. And if the Vikings don't win, it's, it's time to fire Mike Zimmer. Urban Meyer, you know, took the bullet to be the first uh, head coach fired. Yeah. So Cherry's it's, it's open season now. <laughs> Cherry's um, popped. It's game time, boys. Uh, win or go But home. I do think the Vikings are going to win. I really wanted to pick the Bears, but I also think it's going to be the Vikings. I agree with you, Vikings. On both accounts. Yeah. I am taking the Vikings. And that's it. We'll come back next week um, and tell you that we suck at that. So... Yeah. yeah, we will. Um, insert halftime. Wait, what's what? What's our little our theme song? Uh, I don't know. It's called the funky bass, like something or other. <laughs> it's royalty free music. Uh, I don't know. Wait, are we doing? Uh, are we doing a halftime? Is there like anything to talk about in college? I don't know. That's no, up to I, you. I don't have anything to say, but you always do. I mean, yeah, well, their national was, signing day happened, but like, 
there's not a whole lot to talk about there. Deion Sanders flipped a guy from FSU to be the first number one player to go to HBCU. And not just a guy, the top recruit yeah. in the country. Yeah, the, the best high school football player in the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck the country. Other other so countries don't at, do it, yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> play at Jackson State. So it's like, I don't know. That's a, I don't know if that's a move we're going to see more of. Oh, but uh, I, I did notice something. Uh, NIL, I think like you were talking about earlier this year, Tony, uh, doing a lot for the state of Texas. A&M finished yesterday with the number one class. Texas finished in Dude, number I'm telling four. you, these, these areas where there's big markets, yeah. it's going to make a difference. It, it's also, yeah, it's helping a lot with like the, with like the mid-major programs. Uh, I don't remember all the rankings off the top of my head, but a lot of them did a really good just due to those NIL uh, deals for college players. Yeah. Um, also, just a note I want to drop in for the Longhorns. Got Quinn Ewers, the number one uh, quarterback prospect of his class, formerly at Ohio State, transferred to Texas. Um, pretty stoked. He is, in fact, um, one of the douchiest looking humans I've ever seen. But if he can chuck a pigskin, come on down. Yep. Uh, and that is basically it. Um, you know, yeah, we've got what next week, the bowl games start or week after, uh, they start tomorrow with some, with some like, you know, yeah, all the ones no one yeah. cares about. Yeah. There's not really any good ones. Yeah. I think there's like 43 this year. Yeah. Uh, NC, oh, well, NC state UCLA is the 28th. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, most of them are, you know, New Year's or right before New Year's, yeah. so not really a whole lot going on there. Uh, first, first two playoff games for college, December thirty first, New Year's Eve, obviously. Um, yeah, and uh, that basically wraps college, and in turn wraps this episode of DGEN's win championships, this will forever be known as the Gardner Minshew 2 episode. Uh, <laughs> also, fuck Urban Meyer. Yeah, dude, you're a dick. Yeah, dude. You suck at a lot, including life. Yeah, um, dude. Josh Lambo, oh. if you're listening, kick that motherfucker. <laughs> I, yeah, dude. Show him how to kick. I, yeah, dude. I forgot to fucking screenshot it. But the, yeah, dude. <laughs> what the shit his daughter fucking said on Instagram is like fucking deranged. And it sounds like she wants to overthrow the government because they fired her father. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, remember, uh, live, laugh, live, laugh, love football. Uh, boogity, boogie, boogie. Let's go racing. I love you. Yeet. Thank you.